Hi everyone, this is Olivia, and today I want to share a new episode of Soaking in the Sunlight. Now, like I've said before, I'm a 26-year-old in love with Jesus Christ, and I want my peers, family members, classmates, co-workers, everybody to come to know the Lord as their personal Lord and Savior, and to love Him with their whole hearts. And so uh, today I just want to share just my experience this past weekend because I went to the Holiness Crusade that was held in Queens, New York. Um, And it was just really exciting. It was really good um, just to be with other believers in, you know, in one place and be able to hear the word of God and praise the Lord together. Now, you might be wondering, what is a holiness crusade? I'm glad you asked. I'm about to break it down for you right now. Okay. So first we have the word holiness. And holiness is the state of being holy. And uh, a life of holiness and total devotion to God. And uh, also, too, it means dedicated or con- holy means, I should say. Holy means dedicated or consecrated to God. And so, you know, when we hear this word, it means that we are sold out to the Lord. We want to live like him and be like him because the Bible says, be holy for I am holy. And so as children of God, for those that have accepted Christ into their hearts and um, repented of their sins and asked the Lord to be their Lord and Savior, you know, we choose to be like Christ. We choose to say no to sin and say yes to him. We choose to be dedicated and consecrated to God because we want to please the Lord. And so we have the next word in this phrase, holiness crusade. What is a crusade? And so it's a movement where Christians, preachers, pastors, evangelists, missionaries want to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ through public preaching. And so in this holiness crusade, um, you'll have, you know, pastors, preachers, Uh, come along and share the word of God in order to, one, encourage people out there who don't know the Lord to turn away from their sins and to repent and to come to know the Lord and become born-again believers, and to also encourage current believers in the congregation to continue to live for the Lord and to sort of, um, and to basically reignite their passion for the Lord. You know, because sometimes like as Christians, we can get lax in our faith in the Lord. We can start to get lazy and be like, okay, like I'm not going to read my Bible as much or I'm not going to witness or things like that. And so these crusades are meant to be a revival where it reignites our passion for the Lord and causes us to say, you know what? I want to do more for God. You know, Lord, forgive me for getting lax, but God, I want to do more for you. And, you know, that's my desire as well. You know, there have been times in my life where I've gotten lax. And even now, you know, I notice areas in my life where I've gotten lax. And I'm like, Lord, I just want to be better and do better every single day. And so with that being said, you know, 
these types of events, these crusades, these revivals are meant to encourage people to one, come to God, to ask for repentance, and then also to, to get closer to the Lord. Awesome. Okay, so in this Holiness Crusade, um, and I'll post the link for it in the uh, description, but there were three speakers that came out uh, to speak that day. And before they came out to speak, uh, the first thing that was a part of the service was corporate prayer. And this is where everyone that came in, they started to pray. And so I believe that corporate prayer sets the tone for any service to really invite the Holy Spirit to come in and have his way. Um, I go to a church where we start off with corporate prayer. Quick mini story. Um, I remember when I, I went to Christian school from like, uh, uh, from kindergarten to, uh, how old was I? What grade was that? Up until the eighth grade. Okay. <laughs> and um, I remember when I was maybe first, second, third grade, um, one of the teachers at my school said, okay, so what do we all start off with? And, uh, you know, what do we all start off with when we go to church? And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, prayer. Because, you know, my church always started off with corporate prayer, um, about a half hour of prayer where everybody's on their knees and, um, you know, just praying out to God. And um, I remember, you know, I said prayer, but then other people said, oh, like music, praise and worship. And then they were like, yeah. And I was like, huh? I thought we started off with prayer. <laughs> and I didn't realize that there are some churches that don't start off with corporate prayer. And I was like, wow, you know, and it just really blessed me to see that corporate prayer was being incorporated <laughs> um, at this uh, holiness crusade, at this revival you know, just for us to cry out to God and pray together. And it was just really, really good. Um, and so there was this corporate prayer, then there was praise and worship. Um, and, uh, you know, then uh, they had uh, different people come up just to um, kind of just introduce the Holiness Crusade and everything. Um, this is their first one, they stopped in New York. Um, and so, you know, they were just kind of introducing everything and whatnot. Then um, the choir came on, they sang, they were beautiful, powerful, um, of course, through the power of God. And then um, the speakers came on. And so, you know, a lot of them, all of them shared messages to, you know, encourage the body of Christ, but also to speak to non-believers as well who are in the audience. And it was just really, um, it, it was good for me to be there. Um, and so there was a scripture that was shared in the scripture reading at this service. And it said, but ye are chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should shew forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. And so, you know, this scripture, this holiness crusade, this revival, 
is a reminder to me that I'm a part of this chosen generation. I'm a part of the royal priesthood. I'm a part of the body of Christ. I'm a part of this holy nation. I'm a part of the peculiar people. And if you, and if you too know the Lord and the pardon of your sins as a child of God, then you too are a part of it. You know, because there's so many things in the world that try to make us feel bad that we're saved, that we're living holy lives, that we're living dedicated lives for God. You know, the world, you know, wants us to feel like, wow, why do you think that way? Why do you speak that way? Why do you dress that way? Why do you think that way? You know, um, why do you move that way, act that way? All these different things to try to control us and restrict us. But, you know, as we know, as Christians, God is the only one that controls us. So, you know, we don't run by the rules of the world. We know that the Bible is right. And so we live according to the word of God and it will run contrary to what the world says. And this revival was meant to remind us of that and to also kind of look around and say, hey, there are a lot of people who are also interested in getting closer to God and living holy for God to living dedicated um, lives for God. You know, quick backstory. When my parents were trying to look up a name uh, uh, for me before I was born, you know, you have to pick a baby name and, you know, that's the name that the kid sticks with, you know. And, um, you know, my parents are trying to look through names, you know, they, they thought some sounded good, but then, you know, they might look in the Bible and see like, oh, wait, I don't like the meaning of that name because of, you know, what the Bible says about it. So they're like, no, we're not going to go with that. Um, and so, you know, one day my mom said that they were in some, I can't remember where they were, but um, my mom and dad were um, at some store and they were waiting online and there was a baby book. And my mom picked up the baby book and she was looking through it and she saw the name Olivia. And Olivia means dedicated woman of God, devoted one. And listen, when she saw that, she was like, that's the one. (laughs) And um, my dad liked that name as well, you know, because of the meaning of it. Um, You know, Olivia also means symbol of peace and olive tree. And those are also fine and well good names as well, because, you know, peace is good. You know, olive trees are nice as well. But the main thing that they were going for was dedicated woman of God, devoted one. And so I say that to say because, you know, it's it's like, you know, God, even before I was born, I know he had and he has a plan for my life. The Bible talks about in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. And child of God out there, if you have dedicated your life to God, if you have said, you know what, I'm turning from sin and turning to Jesus, you know, repenting of my sin and everything like that, you know, um, I just want to let you know that, you know, God has a plan for your life as well. And we need to continue to be the peculiar people, you know, the ones that decide to live for God and not cave into the things of this world. There's so many things out there that can try to weigh us down, that can try to um, cause us to compromise our beliefs in the Lord, you know, whether it's homosexuality 
whether it has to deal with the culture of just embracing fornication, you know, our culture just saying, you know, you can do whatever you want, you know, you only live once, you know, just live how you want and everything will be fine, you know, but honestly, we have to live for Christ, you know, because that's, he's the only way to heaven. And so, you know, we have to continue to hold on to God no matter what. And things like Holiness Crusades, these revivals, can encourage us to continue to live for God and to focus on Him and to live holy for Him and to stay away from sin. And so, um, basically, uh, I will share the information about the Holiness Crusade in the description. And they'll actually uh, travel. They're planning on traveling to different locations in the U.S. Um, they may even travel to different locations in the world. Who knows? Um, but yeah, um, if you want to learn more about it, there will be information in the description below. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, you should definitely go if it's nearby you or if you just want to take the flight out to go uh, hear the word of God and be revived. Um, and also, too, they have a um, YouTube page for you to also um, watch, you know, even if you're abroad and you can't make it. Um, but yeah, it's just really cool, cool to be with other believers that I probably won't ever get to see until we are in heaven. But that's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was really cool, really cool. And I highly recommend it. So today you learn more about a holiness crusade. A bit more about you know uh, what it's for and also just some encouragement to get closer to God and live holy for him now you might be listening to this and you might be like Olivia I don't know um, Jesus Christ I don't have a relationship with him I'm not a Christian you know I don't know what you're talking about and so I just want to open up this time for you to actually come to know the Lord um, basically, Jesus Christ died on the cross for the sins of the world. And sin is basically disobedience to God's word. Um, and so the Bible talks about all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And, you know, all of us have been born into sin and shaped in iniquity so no one enters this world perfect no one enters this world right so it's important for people to come to know the lord and say you know lord jesus as they forgive me of my sins you know i'm a sinner you know i repent i turn away i want you to live um in me i want to um be a christian because Basically, you know, uh, when it comes to sin, sin uh, separates us from God. And so if no, if people don't come to know the Lord, they'll end up going to hell and not be in heaven where God is. And so the Bible talks about, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And so sin separates people from God and if no one ever and if that person never accept Jesus Christ and the pardon of their sins they will go to hell 
And so, you know, but if someone decides to come to the Lord and ask for forgiveness of their sins, you know, they don't have to die and go to hell. They will actually end up, you know, on the right track and end up going to heaven, you know, if they continue living for God and being in submission to God. Um, And so I wanted to share that all with you, you know, just in case if you don't know the Lord, you know, I got saved when I was four years old and, you know, I grew up in church, you know, learned about the word of God and everything. And unfortunately, I had some secret sins in my life that I struggled with and grappled with and everything. And it wasn't until I was 23 that um, I rededicated my life to the Lord. And so, you know, now, you know, I just want to get close to the Lord and seek him and everything like that. And so, you know, I pray that this encourages you as well to come to know the Lord because, you know, the Bible talks about the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Lord is not ready to just throw someone in hell. No, it's a choice on the person's part of whether they're going to decide to, you know, reject God and ultimately make a decision to go to hell, or they're going to um, make the decision to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and go to heaven. And so the choice is yours today. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, when you hear the Lord calling, don't harden your heart. You know, don't miss out on this opportunity to come to know the Lord. You know, see this as God speaking to you right now, knocking on the door of your heart and saying, hey, you know, I want to come in. I want to save you. I want to set you free from the sins you've been grappling with and dealing with. You know, the sin might seem fun and might seem something that makes you happy, but ultimately you have a void that you can't fill on your own with sin. Only Jesus Christ can fill that void. And so if you want to come to know the Lord um, and have a relationship with him, to be pardoned from your sins, to be freed from them, to basically have that relationship with the Lord and get closer to God, you can, uh, there's something simple that you can do. You know, you can talk to God and let him know, I repent of my sins. You know, I was wrong. I'm a sinner, but God set me free from my sin. I'm sorry for what I've done. Come into my heart, make me brand new, you know? And so you can pray this prayer um, that I'll say and that you can repeat, but you have to bring meaning to those words. And I can't add that meaning for you, but if you sincerely pray this prayer, the Lord will hear you and you will be saved. And that will be the beginning of your relationship with Jesus Christ and the growth that you will have in him. Awesome. So I'm going to pray this prayer and repeat it after me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I am a sinner and I'm in need of your help. I repent of my sins. I turn away from my sins and I go to you.
Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for the wrongs that I have done. I ask that you come into my heart and live in me. Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and that God raised you again on the third day. And I thank you, Lord, for your soon return. I ask that you fill me with your Holy Ghost and I pray that you'll help me live for you one day at a time. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you pray that prayer, if you pray that prayer from your heart sincerely, the Lord has heard you, and now you are a born-again Christian, meaning you are now born into the family of God. You are now a child of God. And so, you know, I'm so excited for you, and there's certain uh, things that you should do in order to cultivate this new relationship you have with God now. One is prayer. You know, don't think about trying to sound fancy or anything like that. Just speak to God. Tell him about your day. Tell him what's going on, you know, and he will hear you. He, he likes to, he loves to hear from his people. He loves to hear from his children. And so, you know, um, something that, you know, to think about when you pray is that, you know, you ask the Lord for his will to be done, meaning that you want what God wants for your life. It's not the other way around. It's not you trying to force God to do the things that you you want him to do. You know, of course, we make our requests known to God and he knows the desires of our hearts. Um, but at the same time, we want to pray, God, let me be um, aligned with your will. Let me not do things that are out of the way of what you want to do. You know, so those are just some things to keep in mind. Um, the other thing is that fasting. You hear about people fasting, you know, to lose that weight, you know, but in this case, um, fasting in this sense, um, you know, as a Christian, that's meant to allow God to take over in our lives and not for us to take over in our lives. Fasting is a time where we can hear from God more clearly and also dedicate that time to prayer while we're fasting, while we're missing out on those meals, that meal or two or three, you know, um, that's a time when we can pray and uh, read our Bibles to hear from the Lord and to get closer to him. And so fasting is also important. The other thing is fellowshipping um, at a church with other believers that will help you help us get closer to God because the Bible talks about do not forsake the assembling um, of yourselves together. So that means, you know, don't forsake, you know, don't leave out church. Don't say, oh, I'll just do church online and I'm fine. No, like going to a physical church where they're teaching the word of God, where they're teaching about holiness, where they're teaching about getting closer to him and not conforming to this world, but um, actually, you know, living that set apart, um, peculiar life for the Lord. That's what 
will help you grow stronger and get closer to him and you'll be inspired by and encouraged by the lives of the other believers around you as they testify as you get to talk with them you know as they share their experiences that'll encourage you and help you on your journey with the lord as well um so i talked about fasting praying going to church and then also reading your bible is also very important reading the word of god is very important because that is actually god's word and god's word is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword so anything that you may be struggling with any um thing that you know you may have a question about you know any sin that you can't seem to shake off go to the word of god and the lord will be able to speak to you through his word and you'll be able to grow from there you know you i promise you you will not understand everything that you read you know in one shot when you read the word of god you know when you read the bible i'm if you haven't seen the bible before the bible is a pretty big book you know and it's not meant to be read in one day with the full understanding and then that's it for the rest of your life you know um it's meant to be read throughout one's whole lifetime it's meant to be studied throughout one's whole lifetime in order to get closer to God to understand who God is in order to um, see what he wants from me and from you in order to you know uh, 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 live a life that pleases him you know he's not going to tell you something you know uh, you know the, the like you might have heard of the Ten Commandments right um, and so He's not going to change the Ten of Commandments just for you and then, you know, tell me that I have to obey all the Ten Commandments. He's not going to say, oh, obey eight of the commandments and that's it. And he's not going to tell me, oh, you obey ten of the commandments and that's for you. It's like, no, everybody has to obey the Ten Commandments. And like with that, the Ten Commandments are just a part of God's word. You have the whole word of God that we need to listen to and obey as well. You know, God is not a respected person. So he's not going to say like, oh, you guys over here get to believe what you want to believe over here. And you guys over here get to believe what you want to believe over here. No, the Bi- the Bible is meant to be uh, this guide for us, for us all as Christians to believe in and follow. You know, it's not meant to be a, you know, something that we selectively choose to say, okay, I'll believe this book of the Bible, but this other book of the Bible, I'll take this out or I'll add this in. No, we have to heed the whole word of God and not take anything out nor add anything in. All right. I just wanted to add that. That was a little tangent there, but I will have some links in the description uh, concerning churches that you can listen to and or visit or choose to make your church home. If you're also outside of the country, there's a website that you can check out called persecution.com. And then also to, uh, I have a description in the show notes for a online Bible. Um, but I highly recommend you get a Bible in print, um, just so that you can take notes in it and, read the word of God, especially if the power goes out or something like that. Um, And personally, I read the King James Version. Um, Also, uh, I'll also leave information about the Holiness Crusade. 
you know, please follow them on their social media, Facebook, Instagram, subscribe on YouTube in order to get updates on where they'll be next. And who knows, I may get to see y'all at the next one, depending on where they go and how things go. But, you know, Lord willing, um, anyways, it'll be a great time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I pray that you have an awesome week, an awesome day. Be encouraged and stay encouraged. And before I head out, I just want to pray a quick prayer. Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that I get to share with my friends out there about your word, your truth, your power, your might, God. God, I pray that you'll continue to use the people of God for your glory, that people won't get tired or weary in well-doing, and that we'll continue to run after you, God, that you'll continue to revive us, speak to our hearts and our souls, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you, God, for your power. Thank you, God, for all these things and more. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right. Awesome. Pray that you have an awesome day and remember to always soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the light. Lord willing, see you next week. Love you all. God bless. Bye-bye.